What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the All Pro Dads Podcast. I'm Damien. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dane underscore APD. I'm here with my co-host, Tony. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. Thank you all for listening. Appreciate you. Both a little California vibe there. Yeah? Yeah. A little Super Bowl week. Weekend, I should say. It's Friday the 11th. How was your week, Papa? Long. Yeah? Yeah, it's still going. I mean, I have to work again after this. Yeah. Going out here in a little bit. It's a good... I know, I actually worked this week, too. I got (laughs) off earlier today, though. Did you? Left at three. Oh, you said five. Yeah, but we were done early. I left at oh. 3. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's good. When I called you, I thought we were going to finish at like 4. But, yeah. Yeah. Good. Good to hear. Kind of a weird week for sports, huh? At felt least su- it was super... Like For Colorado sports, it was just super like... Compared to what we've had past weeks, it was just nothing going on, really. Yeah, for sure. I also want to apologize for anybody who listened to the last episode. My microphone... Echoing over and over. Not sure why, but it was. I feel like it still is now, but... uh, And we are the All-Pro Dads. (laughs) She's mad because she can't be down here. We should do that one episode. What? Just leave the kids here? Us and the girls. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. They wouldn't even even be able to hear us, like, talk. I'd be down. Yeah. Have the girls talk in the mics and stuff. I'd be down. They'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, Mila loves to play with my keyboard and shit all the time. Yeah, they would. Want to kick her off, sir? A little recap? Yeah, we got the Nuggets. Quick recap. Uh, They're on right now, too. Yeah, they went uh, 2-0 last week. Uh Uh-huh. Excuse the keyboard and stuff. Uh, They had Brooklyn first. At home. Uh Uh-huh. High-scoring first half. Yeah. 76-75, you're up one going into it. You know, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. no James Harden. No KD. Kyrie's playing. And then after that, it kind of slows down. Uh, yeah, the Nuggets, they kill it in the third. Which has been their Achilles heel. Yeah, and they, they came out at halftime, and uh, they were up at the end of the third, 105-91. to 91. Okay. And they had a 20-point point lead at one point in the third quarter. And then the second unit gets a little... Shaky to start the fourth. Yeah, it was just another another second unit game where I think they got complacent, you know, not I used think. to having that big of a lead, especially in the third quarter going into the fourth. Yeah. Normally it's we're up big at half and got to figure out, like, how we're going to hold this lead, and they end up blowing it in the third and then battling to get it to extend the lead in the fourth. Yeah, it's a game where you want them to hold the lead the whole game you know while they have it so yeah so then uh second unit the rough start in the fourth and then boogie he was playing really good looked really comfortable uh-huh being back on the court and stuff who we also just signed to a 10 day another, another, another 10 one. day yeah which is kind of weird it's weird because it says it's his second 10 day but like it's his third it, yeah that's what i was but thinking it, i feel like third 10 days just aren't very common you know what i mean yeah, after... So, I think what it is is... 
because yesterday was the trade deadline. Right. I think the Nuggets were trying to get a backup center. They didn't land anybody, so then yeah. it was re-sign Boogie to another 10-day. It it kind of sounds like they really weren't even like in talks with anybody. Like, uh, seriously. I guess they were, but they weren't trying to land anybody of uh, of value, per se. Like, no big names. Yeah, but the thing is, is like, it almost was like the common like theme yesterday was there was a lot of cheap deals. And it's like, hmm. if you can stick your nose in it, I mean, do it. You know what I mean? I don't know about cheap. I think so. Like who? Who'd you say like got a, a pretty good deal? Oh, I would have to pull it up, but I mean like... Just the ones I could get off the top of my head. Like, I think the 76ers overpaid for James Harden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, the poor Zingas steal, that surprised me. Him getting traded, because he was really starting to turn it on for Dallas. Yeah, which was kind of weird. I was pretty shocked about that one. And then you had... Who was the other one? Portland. What did you think about CJ? It almost made me kind of sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, did you see Dame's <laughs> post? Yeah, that was... Dame low. Yeah. But yeah, but, back back to the Nuggets. It's Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't... You know, obviously Boogie's still here. Looked yeah. comfortable. Jokic returned with five minutes left in the fourth. Second unit ended up pulling it pulling it out in the fourth. Mm-hmm. And had your lead at 115-99 to 99 when Jokic returned. Mm-hmm. And then the Nuggets... That was pretty much the game after that, like... Yeah, I guess just ran away with it. I think what I kind of jotted down here was where they won the game was points in the paint. They outscored the Nets sixty-four to thirty-two mm-hmm. in that category, and you know we've emphasized a couple times now. You know we we work inside outside, mm-hmm. and it seemed that that was working from the inside first perspective, yeah. which was good. So they outscored them sixty-four to thirty-two in the paint, and then what was kind of interesting. I don't know if it's happened this year. or the last time it did happen um, this year, all their starters had double digits in points. Yeah, I think which that's... was huge. And they were without KD. They were without James. But yeah. I mean, Kyrie gave them you know twenty seven, five, and eleven. He had a double double. So mm-hmm. good game from Kyrie, and I think just a better game from the Nuggets all around. And it's on your home court, and it's nice to see him defend the home court the way they did. You know? it, yeah, my biggest takeaway was the Nuggets defense. In the second half, like mm-hmm. we've been so hard on them, yeah. Like their defense needs to step up. It's pretty laxadaisical in a way, yeah. And you could tell they don't really give the effort on the defensive end that they used to in past years, right? And in the second half, they come out. Third quarter, they hold Brooklyn to five of seventeen shooting from the field. In the fourth quarter, they hold Brooklyn to four of sixteen shooting from the field. And you're gonna win games when yeah. you can do that, to, no matter what team it is. That's a combined you know? ninety. Nine for 33 shots in the second half. Yeah, you're going to win a game no matter yeah. what. I don't care who you're going yep. up against. Brooklyn so. shot 27% from the field. And not only did they have the five starters in double digits, they had two guys off the bench Yep, in double digits as well. So Yep. I mean, yeah. it was a just a good overall game. For the Nuggets, I think that was the best complete game they've played. I, uh, you can debate that. They shot 10 from 32 from three, which is pretty... Yeah, but- it's pretty low. It's from three, but I think as a team, it's... Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying... And then when you have the 64 points in the paint and... that Well, that's where it makes up for those yeah. three-pointers, which so. is good, so... Because they were outshot from three. It's an offensive adjustment that I feel like you don't get a whole lot out of this team at times. 
yeah. you know sometimes they just stick to one thing even if it's not working yeah like the three-point you know shot or the mid-range jumpers or just whatever you know what i mean yeah so yeah good win though you beat him by 20 um and you beat him last week was it too or the week before the week before, the week before. in yeah. in brooklyn so two big wins against a top tier eastern conference team so and then you host the knicks after that which was also a win um 132 to 115 mm-hmm. and we kind of talked before the show what really stuck out to us was the first half yeah it was, it was the best first half they've had all year offensive wise and i mean defense too because they had a 23 point lead going into halftime so yeah and then they good play oh good better block oh wow huh um jokic no double double and no triple double obviously yeah. 21 7 and 2 ag who i think is just on a tear recently oh, yeah, it's he's not really great. you know talked about a whole lot 19 8 and 4 um and that was bones biggest game of his no, rookie year his, i would say i wouldn't say his biggest game he had a game earlier on in the year where he dropped 27 what about complete as a rookie i'll say complete game yeah probably yeah 22 6 and 3 i mean that kid just couldn't miss yeah, he was on. When he fills it, his confidence is through the roof. I think the bench played a really big part that whole game, though. Yeah. They really sure. kept the Nuggets in it. They had 37 points in the first half off the bench. Mm-hmm. And I think... I'm pretty sure Bones had double digits. 14. Yeah. yeah. 14 points, yeah. one assist, one rebound, and only 10 minutes of play in the first half. Yeah, because I have it right here. Jokic, Gordon, uh, Jermichael Green, and then him had double digits at half, mm-hmm. which is huge, you know? And then a guy who didn't have double digits, uh, Zeke Naji, in the first half, he had nine points, seven rebounds, and and only 12 minutes of play. He's coming into his own, too. And then Jamichael like. Green only had, he only played eight minutes and had his 11 points. Right. So, it's quality. Big bench game. Yeah, quality minutes. Quality, how did I say? Quality production in the minutes that they're given. Right. Which is what we've yeah. been harping on all year, and what's it's what we want out of, you know, yeah. our, especially our bench guys, obviously. Yeah, we were up 61 to 34 off bench points. Or not That wasn't the score. Our bench was outscoring them 61 to 34 yeah. in the entire game. And kind of going to the Brooklyn game, we were three points shy of that just in the paint. So to get 61 from your bench is, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't really ask for a whole lot more. I don't think there's any more you can ask for. No, at all. And they, I think I believe they were all in the, they were all plus too in the plus minus category. Okay. The whole bench was plus. That's good. And I think that, I think Jokic was only a plus one, and then all the other starters were a minus. Hmm. Yeah. The starters yeah. didn't have a good game against the Knicks. Kind of a it was real. Up, huh? The way the big media was explaining it was, which I could see is, the exhaustion from the Nuggets that like the starters and even in Jokic, mm-hmm. it was just like. Come on, we're almost to break. Kind of like what we saw with the Avs against, yeah, against Arizona. Yeah. Or Arizona, yeah. Yeah, yeah was, for sure. It was similar to that. Where, yeah. Man, we only got you know two more games, three more games, and then like we're a week away from, from break. Yeah. I think yeah. it benefited, too, that the Knicks were coming off a of back-to-back. So. Yeah, against a tough Utah team who absolutely obliterated them yeah. the night before. So, like yeah. we kind of said, we think the, the, the Knicks were just kind of 
you know, started off hot and national media loves to give New York yeah, attention New York, whenever yeah. they can. And now they're just kind of falling off. So, I mean, whenever you could put New York fans in the media, you know, it brings attention. Right. You know, yeah. Hilarious. Sure. And then right now we're up three going into the fourth against Boston, 79, 76. And last week we said, you know, we predicted them at three. No, yeah. you agreed with me on that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. And going into this one, they were, I want to say it was six, six points underdog. Really? Wow. Yeah. Surprised me. Good. Um, and then before this game, little injury report, we're, we're pretty healthy, which is good. No, yeah. Obviously, you have Jamal with the ACL, MPJ with the back, PJ uh, with the ACL. Did you see Jamal before the Brooklyn game? No. Playing a little one-on-one, one of the coaches? Good. Good to see. I And then they posted a picture of them at practice the other day, and MPJ was... Yeah, he's he's been shooting. Yeah, I I didn't know that. Yeah, he's been moving. I around. thought he's been down and out. No, yeah, he's he's up and moving. And some people are saying like there's a small chance that they could get both of them back hmm. for a playoff run. I say sit MPJ. That's just me. Till next year, depending. I mean, it also depends yeah. on kind of you know seating and whatever I think and with, how he feels. I think a lot of it too is if him and Jamal come back together and. I know Jamal's waiting until he feels fully 100% healthy. Yeah. Where MPJ can be just that knockdown shooter right. guy and not have to do as much as we were trying to rely on him to do at the beginning of the year. Uh huh. So as it wouldn't be as, as stressed. Yeah. Like he could stuff. even, he could be the guy that only plays 10 minutes and a half and, or eight minutes. And, yeah. You know, if he knocks down two threes for you, that's six points and mm-hmm. it's a benefit. Yeah. So yeah, you got Jamal with the ACL, MPJ with the back, PJ with the ACL. Sean Chart with the foot. Well, PJ's, PJ's gone. Oh, he is gone. He did get traded. He got Duh. traded, and then he got traded again. Yeah. Him and Bull. Yeah. I forgot about that. Um, um, Lodgo, well, I think ESP, March. Do your goddamn job, ASPN. You know, my injury report is based off you. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, Going into this game, though, with, you know, guys that are active on their active roster and stuff, Austin Rivers was probable with a hip against Boston. He is on the court. I just saw him. Monte with a concussion. Was he's, out, right? Yeah, he's still in protocol. So, just, really just Monte is out. So, one guy to get healthy over the all-star break and a concussion, I'm sure he'll clear protocol. Mm-hmm. So, get out of this last quarter healthy and call I know. I'm going to do a quick look because depending on how lengthy of a concussion, like how serious the concussion is for Monte, mm-hmm. I think Bones Highland, you got to expect him to. Maybe step up in that starting role. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't necessarily say, like, a starting role, but... Yeah, yeah, he started tonight. Um, Who? Bones. Bones. Bones started tonight. He has 10 points so far. And two rebounds. That's really okay. it. Cool. Not bad. Four or seven. Four or setting. Minutes? 18. Not bad. 10 points and 18. I'll take it. Um, Faku's, I would assume, is playing with a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah. 11 points. Good. So, uncalled for. But. I was looking at his uh, stats from a couple games ago. I don't know which game it was, but he had two minutes. No, yeah. He's been playing garbage minutes, especially yeah. since everybody's saying that Bones is getting his minutes, but I think early, earlier on in the year, Bones and Faku would play together. Yeah, that's... And yeah. I believe Bryn Forbes is the one who came in. and Probably. He's taking but it's a majority of Faku minutes. It's what we looked for, so... Yeah, we needed a scorer opposed to a defender for that second unit. Speaking of trades and scores opposed to defenders, transition the avalanche, huh? Mm-hmm. 
kind of disappointed you didn't watch the game last night. Yeah, you I know. know. I know you. I know you're busy and stuff. When when family calls. No, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, it was that's two playoff considered games that you've missed this year. Yeah, you didn't watch the Florida one either. Huh. No, I got the Florida one. You did? Yeah. Okay. I watched the Florida. Let's put it this way: Mosier and McNabb after the game was over. Yeah. Last night, compared this to the Florida game and said this one beats it out. So, lengthy stat line here. You got Devontae's. One goal, one assist. Landy, one goal. Nico, one assist. Kadri, one assist. Eric Johnson, one assist. Valnachushkin, game-winning goal. One goal. Mm-hmm. And it was a beauty. Um, Play the Lightning. And after that, you're sitting at 33-8-4. 70 points. First in the West and the NHL. In the NHL, Florida's behind you at 68 points. And then the closest and you still have. Is Co- Nashville. You still have a couple games in hand over these teams too. Right. So Right. Yeah. And then in the West, the second closest team is ten points behind you is Nashville. So Yeah. Nice gap. And then you swept the series against Tampa. We went up two oh in the first within like the first seven, eight minutes, I think. Oh, yeah, I know I seen because I, I kept the notifications on mm-hmm. and I saw Landy scored within like the first three minutes of the game. Yeah, it was a it was a nice shot from Miko at the point and Landy just uh, deflected it right in. It was it was a nice goal, and then so you go up two zero, and then Tampa ended up scoring on the nastiest. Like you talk about team chemistry, Tampa Bay has it. What are you farting? Are you burping or something? Oh, I don't boy. <laughs> so like you talk about team chemistry, and Tampa has it because the way that this backdoor play was set up on a two on one rush. Like it was just gross. Kucherov scored it. I'm not. I can't remember off the top of my head who had the assist, but basically, you know, they came up in a two-on-one, and the guy with the puck before he threw it to Kucherov got Kemper so far out of his crease so that there was absolutely zero shot for him to make any sort of save. Ruda. It says Ruda and point. Where he says so. Yeah. I don't. I don't, I don't even know if I pronounce this right. <laughs> the next one on the next goal. I'm not even gonna attempt to try to pronounce this. The next one on the next goal. This is on the next Tampa goal. Oh, okay. The first name? I'm not even... Just throw it out there. Sir, Sergachev? Sergachev. Sergachev. I believe, yeah. Yeah. Welcome hockey names hockey. are just different. <laughs> yeah, welcome to hockey. <laughs> um, yeah, it was just a really good game. I mean, it was almost like you could cut the fucking playoff tension with a knife. Crowd was in it. Guys were in it. Now, there was a couple... Big hits, but nothing like you know a big hit with a scrum afterwards, or you know oh, yeah, fights. Or, it was it was just a playoff hockey game where, where both teams where went in. Yeah, guys aren't doing dumb shit, you know. Yeah. So, um, well, I did see when I looked, Kadri got a little a little sloppy in the second with penalties. Yeah, he took a couple bad ones. Um, Other than that, did he have one in the third too? But it didn't look like it was. What was his What was his last penalty that was in holding? The second holding. Yeah, that the was first bullshit. one was uh, interference. Was a fucking call. Was it? Yeah, it was fucking terrible. But yeah, other than that, but it looks like you know it was both ways. Yeah, it was. Tampa it was Bay had their their fair share of penalties too. So yeah, and then Kemper probably had his best game as a member of the Avalanche. It's good to 30, see thirty six saves. Which oh, is wow, a, it's a lot. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we just gave and the. And the Arizona was, goalie praise for the 38. Right. Save game. Yeah. 
No, he had 36 against a team who's back-to-back defending cup champs. You yeah. Know? And the saves that he made, some of them were just like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, they make your jaw drop. And Tampa Bay ended up pulling their goalie with three minutes left, and he made all those saves. And he had multiple. I, I'm, I, you could probably say he had five or six in that last three minutes. And they were just... I mean, he was on point. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. And there was, I believe the Avs iced it twice. And an, with an icing in hockey, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can't come off the ice. you got to stay on. Yeah. You only get that 15-minute break or 15-second break. So then they, I believe they had two icings. There was a timeout called. And then, God, I think that was it. Oh, big three back up seven, huh? Big three by Najee just now. Love it. Yeah, I... Um, but going to my point being, it was kind of interesting. So with this Avs team, Bednar has had a lot of defensive, like defenseman combos. Yeah. You know, it usually starts out McCartes, Gerard Johnson, and then Johnson and whoever the kind of that swing guy is. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the whole game, those guys will mix, you know, one shift, it'll be McCar Johnson and then Gerard, different Johnson. And then, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. Whatever. Taze and whoever. He stuck to all of his lines last night and didn't mix and match a whole lot at all, which was kind of... And the reason I think that was is because, one, it was working, and two, you're going up against a Tampa team who can... Where you want to be... You know, dad pun, the lightning, they can strike at any time. No, yeah. So, I, it was a good coach game, and it, it's what I like to see. So, Do you think he also went in there as like... This is our chance to make a statement game. 100%. Especially, Especially coming after off an eight-day layoff. And the loss the to... Break. And the loss to Arizona, for sure. Yeah. No, it's... It was just a great game. I mean, there's really no other words to put into perspective for it. So... That's what you want to see coming, like you said, off the eight-day layoff. Yeah. And I don't think... Like, fans were ready for that. Especially missing 29. Yeah, you know, he still didn't play. Yeah, he's probable for Sunday, but yeah, I mean, it was just a great game, and you had guys step up, and it's what good teams do. Is good teams, you know, close those out. And like I said, those last three minutes, man, I was on the edge of my couch. Well, yeah, because that's exactly how you. I don't want to say it lost Arizona because you still had the shootout in overtime, but that's exactly what they did. They pulled their goalie. Yeah. The extra guy, and then that's how they scored. Yeah, and then what was interesting, too, is... So, like, you know how in professional sports, like, how guys, like, they don't like to talk about records or, like, streaks or, you know, how we don't care about that. It's all about wins. Yeah, we just win and we come out there and play. Yeah. Well, they had the home streak or whatever, and they interviewed Devontae's for a post game, and he basically, like, said, we're getting another home win streak started because we're pissed that we lost the last one. No, yeah, and then what probably hurts even more was, I mean, I know we said, like, Arizona did have a little bit to play for. Their guys are playing for contracts contracts, and other teams, especially with the trade deadline coming up. Yeah. And, but to them, it's like, we just lost one of the worst fucking teams in the league at home, and they killed their streak. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see, you know, they have a little chip on their shoulder, and they do take shit like that into consideration, so. Well, and then when I think you... When you're as good as the Avs are, you have to find little things like that. Yeah. To, you can't just get complacent like, oh, we're already number one in the NHL. We're number one in the West with by 10 points. Yeah. 
like those what, little, what who's going to catch us yeah like what yeah. how much better can we get yeah you know what's going to push us over the top to the next level and i think that's what's different about this half team you know you and i have said in the last couple of years we were, we're always like oh this is our year this is our year but we said this team feels you way different it. yeah yeah it's it's weird so oh down one huh yeah there was a, when you went up it was a, a little run i wouldn't say a little run but a run yeah it was a run the nuggets aren't really getting no calls when they when they drive to the lane, so typical. Yeah, it's just a normal Nuggets night. Yeah, I think Jokic is going to be coming back in. I hope so. Yeah. All right, and the Nav's injury report: two guys, Bo, obviously no timetable with the concussion, so wish him the best. And then Nate Dog, probably going to play Sunday against Dallas. So, and with the way that the Avs are playing, I would say there's no rush for either one of those guys. No. Yeah, let him rest. I think the All Star break is what helped Mac out because he's yeah. been skating in practice all week. Yeah, in a non, that's what in a I non, see. Or in a in a blue sweater, so he yeah. is contact. I just don't think he was ready yesterday. So yeah, probably it's probably a game where it's like, well, they know what he's coming off of. Yeah, and you know it's going to be a physical game. Yeah, probably not the, not the smartest decision to throw him back in there. You know. Yeah, especially against the Tampa team. Yeah, that's yeah. going to come in and try to take your head off. Literally. Yeah. Short recap for the Avs, for sure. Broncos. Nothing really major. Nothing really. A couple new bidders announced. And then Peyton had a press conference the other day. And he said, uh, basically what I took out of it, that was the most important, besides just fucking jibber-jabber, you know, general manager talk, was that he wants to really emphasize filling that right tackle and outside linebacker position, Mm. which we've had the last four years to fill the outside linebacker position, and we still fucking haven't, so... I would say the inside linebacker, but yeah, I don't know. It depends. Linebacker? Yeah, just a linebacker <laughs> in know? general, especially so, with Vaughn being gone. What do you take off that? Tackle and linebacker. That's exactly what I would be looking for in the draft. For sure. I mean, I don't feel like any of these quarterbacks are worth a first-round pick. Okay. That's just me, and you already know my opinion. I don't feel like you should reach for a guy. Yeah. Who's not graded as a first round guy. If you don't have him graded as a first round guy, there's no point in reaching and yeah. wasting Getting that pick. Especially when you can get you know tackles, linebackers, a tackle or a linebacker that's gonna need. I mean, look at the last few that have been drafted in the top ten. You know, Devin White, Devin Bush, um Michael Parsons last year. Yeah. And then you look at tackles, you got Ramchek. Um, uh there's a guy last Nelson. year. Nelson. He's yeah, a guard. Nelson, but, I mean, but off it's a lineman, yeah. yeah. It's it's one of those ones where if you draft them that high, it's. I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy to fucking say, but Garrett Bowles. I mean, he yeah, ended, he ended up decent. panning out. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah, I agree. What was that? Goaltending? No, it looked like the, somebody shot it. Didn't even come close, and then yeah. Smart just Arbor. knocked it out. Cool. Yeah, no, for sure. So, and especially if we don't have a first round pick, you know, if we end up getting Rogers or whatever the fuck happens, I mean. Yeah, you got to you got to find those diamond in the roughs. Kind of like you know, second, third, and fourth. Kind of like what you did last year, how you found a Quinn Miners. A damn, that was way too easy of a bucket, and the foul call was bullshit. Back to the Broncos. <laughs> watch, watch this, you're gonna be like, what the fuck? It's just what? I mean, I guess I saw. I guess Najee touched him a little bit. Whoop de fucking do right. Wow. Uh, okay. Yoko just got slapped down on the other end, but yeah. And then, speaking of drafts, 
after this Broncos recap, we're actually going to redraft the 2021 first round draft, kind of switch it up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think you really have to do those. It's almost like the later rounds is the more important. Yeah. You know I mean, like you have to, you have to find those guys. That's where you, I feel like there's more pressure to find a guy in the first round and have him pan out, but you still, it's like underrated pressure for second, third, fourth, and fifth. It's almost. it's just not expected. And if you can find a guy in the second, third, fourth, it's a home round, run. Yeah, especially because yeah. too their their rookie contracts aren't as much, so right. yeah, it saves you there on the cap. And then if you do find a guy in the, like a diamond in the rough, say like a like a Quinn Cor- Miners, Quinn or Miners, Javante Williams, a Cortland Sutton, he was a second round guy. Yeah, I think I think people don't account for really how important those rounds are. Yeah. And I I mean it sucks that the fucking you know, the national media doesn't either, so Yeah, it's all first round picks and I mean even I don't know how many people actually do sit down and watch the you know, day two and three of the draft. I know everybody watches the first day because you got the first round. I typically watch it on my phone, you know. Yeah, I'll keep tabs with the yeah, Broncos for sure. For sure to and see what's going on. There's usually a couple guys that I'll I'll really like in the second and third and see if they've been taken and see if the Broncos are going to take him, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So. And then, yeah, it's, it, I have trust in the George Payton. I've said it before. Yeah. I me really too. think he knows me too. what he's doing and the fact that he was out at the Senior Bowl. Yeah. I know I said Nathaniel Hackett was going to be there too, but he ended up being here. Probably had to get things situated. Probably home, house hunting, you know? Right. So trying to find a new place here. And I wonder how that works. Like, you just stay in a hotel for the first two weeks while you're here? I don't like an know. Airbnb or something? I would see, assume the team, like, accommodates it for you until you find your find your own place. Right. Because that's, like, a big move. You really, like, what do yeah, you do? Your, your he, kids got to switch? Yeah, you got to get them switch schools, do that whole nine. Sorry, I'm texting Jordan to oh, yeah, you're put good. the sauce on the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. But, yeah, it's Check. just... Yeah. No, it's a big deal, and it's like... God, pro sports is just so... It's cool. different. It's yeah. different, and it's, like, there's so much shit that nobody accounts for yeah like the behind the scenes stuff yeah i mean like we all see him play on tv like do you think like not like hackett was kind of fucking cocky and was like yeah you know i'm gonna get a job so let's uh, let's pack up yeah thanks uh, jesus i don't know i think he knew I, his name was in consideration but when they did because you know how the broncos do the whole video thing they're really yeah. up and posted on social media when he was at the house i still have to watch that first episode you tech i got like halfway through it and yeah, you know, when he was at the house he didn't really take anything they didn't have anything boxed up they had what he had like, one was, was it already shipped though you know no. what i mean that's what i'm saying you don't think so no like you still saw his like, crock pot on the counter and shit yeah it's, everything was on the counter he went in his garage and nothing was fucking packed he had one box full of records and that was it and that's what he brought with him what the fuck yeah like, like purple rain beastie boys oh okay he's yeah. that dude yeah, we're gonna he have music a, at practice a, this year. He had, no, he already said he he was. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's great. He had a whole bunch of stuff. He had, yeah, music of all genres. Those are just <laughs> cool. the first two I remembered because they're so fucking complete opposites of the spectrum. Right. Yeah. I figured he'd be like a like a Metallica guy. Or, well, he was. A well, hip, he's forty. He was a so. hip hop dance teacher. Oh, so like you're expecting you know some pop. I think he had that Biggie. too. He probably did. He probably did. God, he's he so had, cool. Yeah. I want to have a beer with that guy. Well, he had a beer at the Nuggets game. That was pretty cool to watch. That was fucking sweet. And then sweet. him, him and uh, Uten banging the drum. Yeah, for anybody who YouTube that, for anybody who didn't see that, they were I so mean, hyped. They were hyped. Yeah, 
Fangio would probably wouldn't have even gone to the Nuggets game. You know how like you don't even know who the fucking captain of the Avalanche are as and he's he, wearing his and jersey. He wore the jersey. Yeah. That was funny. Okay, that's a curse word on this. We're done. <laughs> We're moving on. And then got a couple new bidders this week for ownership. I, I don't really want to go into a whole lot of detail on this because I don't know how buying a team in the NFL works. You know the whole process. From what I've listened to and heard and oh, read, do that, do that again. But from what I listened to and heard, there's multiple different ways. Because I know we were saying, like, you need yeah. to have 31% of the money. 30. Well, like 31% or 30% to be the, the majority owner. Right. And that's what your, like, your title is, is majority owner of XYZ. Yeah, but if you have, if you have your group and your group agrees to have you as the face of their group and you're the... And your group becomes the majority owner, and they all, all agree that you're the face. Then yeah. you're the face, which yeah. is kind of how Byron Allen is attacking it. Okay, because he said he knows a lot of people. He's, he's did a bunch of interviews now since he's came out and said. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, and the other guy, I'll search his name up here pretty soon. Or right now, you have the third guy that was just announced the today. Alex Scores. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know anything about these guys. So I'm just going to kind of just go into a brief what they do and why they have so much fucking money okay. type of deal. Byron Allen, he's 60. He's only worth four. Well, fuck, I say only, but, you know, buying a $4 billion franchise. He's only worth $450 million, mm-hmm. which every other rumored buyer and confirmed buyer and stuff that we've heard about buying the Broncos is at least worth a billion, which I feel like is kind of necessary, you know? But net worth and actual cash and value and all that stuff is complicated. But so Byron Allen is the head of Entertainment Studios and owns Allen Media Group, which basically owns like a bunch of sub TV networks. So like Food Network and Weather Channel, Weather Channel and like Home, like uh, what is it, HGTV or some shit? Something like that. He owns like sub network networks of those. Like it's his own entertainment company, yeah, media company basically and that's pretty much it and then the new guy that was announced today Alex Gores he's 69 worth 2.7 billion and he is the owner CEO and chairman of the Gores group Mm -hmm. which is just a private investment company yeah which which millionaires want to go invest that's who they go to yeah basically definitely a group you would assume oh me this fucking sprinting up there yeah Uh, the other guy is Josh Harris Okay, know nothing about him. Co-founder of Apollo Global Management. Oh, that's that's a good fucking company name right there. Yeah. That's tough. I mean, is considering... Knocking on the door. And is considering his options, basically. Another okay. potential bidder. Uh, heard he was... When they mentioned him on the fan, he was um, a walk-on to the Michigan State basketball team. Played point guard. Interesting. So, he's a sports no guy. Cool. But, yeah. That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, they're not... I mean, they're interesting people, but when it comes to sports, it's just who knows what kind of reasons these guys are trying to buy the team. Right. You know, is it going to be for an investment, and that's why they're buying it, or is they buying the team because they they want to be... Have that title. Yeah, they want to say, oh, yeah, I own a sports team. Yeah. Makes sense. So. Oh, yeah. fun fact. How would you feel? Columbus and DMAC were, st- came, were talking. Came in quick. Yeah. There. So Columbus and DMAC were talking about how after an owner buys the team uh-huh. to expect basically the 
the logo and the uniforms to be changed within a year to two years after the team is bought. Really? Yeah. How would you feel about that? I don't care as long as the fucking design doesn't suck. Yeah. You know, but if he wants to do something like, you know, go to the old school logo or something like that. Yeah, I like it. I like the old school I, logo. Yeah. I, I, I like more of that, like, ocean blue versus the navy blue that we wear. That's just me. Uh, I like the dark. I do say compared to what other teams have, though, like, we're really lacking. It's pretty bland. Yeah. I don't like... I mean, kind of. I don't know. Like, you look at Seattle, for example. Like That's the first team that popped in my head, They got honestly. that bright green. Oh, they got the navy. Yeah. Gray. Color Rush. The gray. The color Rush is the gray, I think. Pretty fucking dope. Who else has a dope uniform? Since these new ones are okay. They're okay. Still the classic. I, I like the Rams. Up. I mean... Yeah, I like the Rams bone. Well, I went to Wheat Ridge High School and it was blue and gold. So, well, it, I don't like those. I'm saying they're like bone. It's not like a white. Oh, or, like the like the off white almost. Yeah, or? I like yeah. that. It's different. It is. The Jets recently got new uniforms too. Really plain. It's fucking pine green and white. Yeah. They do? didn't do anything special yeah. with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on. All right. Oh, what a rebound! Do you see that? I didn't because that. Yo could just snatch that down with one arm as the other dude's hanging on his back. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Oh. Kind of a little oh. Super Bowl theme oh. episode is Tony's moaning to the Nuggets plays. Oh, that was gorgeous. And one. Oh, my God. Get give him the MVP. Speaking bitch. of MVP, give yeah. him the fucking MVP. Give yeah? it to him again. Yo get with an and one. And the MVP of Super Bowl 50 is Vaughn Miller. What a game. Especially from that guy. Love that guy. He had such a great game. Yeah. Like, unheard of. And even after, like, what he, he played how many more seasons with this? Like, four or five? Yeah. Since? And that's by far his best game he's ever had as a Bronco. Yeah. I'm so proud of my guys. It's been every last one of the guys in the locker room that has got me to this moment right here. Could have gave up on me. But he kept pushing and kept being the type of guys that they are not like him. I'm very, very appreciative of him. Happy for Clady. Happy for Ryan. Happy for the O-line. I'm happy for Bronco Nation. Oh, those Cowboys. Oh, I forgot that he said Bronco Nation in that interview, though. Yeah. And everybody's like, it's for Broncos country, Vaughn. What the fuck you doing? Yeah, I forgot about that. Whoa. What did we miss? We were just up three. A foul call because it's Boston. Now they're about to be down four. God, Vegas knows their shit, huh? Fuckers. All right, weekly MVP. Oh, he missed the free throw. Make it a little quick. Yeah. Go ahead. I know he only had, like, one, like, standout game, but I'm going right. to give it to Bones Highland. Okay, cool. Different. I, I like, like it. it. The yeah. energy he had in general, like, and if I did a, my other one was going to be, like, a, I know last week I said I didn't have any. Mm-hmm. We both did. We both did. And I was going to give it to the Nuggets bench as a whole mm-hmm. because they were playing phenomenal last you know last week for the, right. for those two games oh, thank but God. I think I had, to sing, I had to single one gate one person out and definitely Bones Highland really stepped up I like it yeah I like it where'd mine go I had it written down slacking fuck where'd it go here we go Darcy Kemper Just because the sole game alone. Yeah, 36. I mean, 36 saves. 
He's 22-5-2 on the year. 2.54 goals against average, which you like to see it like, you know, 2.2, 2.3, but it, it is what it is. Um, 9.16 save percentage. Last 10 starts, though, 8-2. and It's good. 8-2. It's really good. Yeah. So, I'm going to give it to him. Hats off, you know. Big game, and he was able to handle the pressure, especially coming from an Arizona team to yeah. a contender and favorite. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Something a little different here. You want to pull up the draft list? I have it right here. Maybe you should have been on the TV. more prepared. And I'll do it on my phone. Nope. Sir. Okay. I got it. Hey, I didn't call you out last week or the for, other week. For what? For not having your notes. I haven't had my notes the entire time that we've done this exactly. show. Exactly. I'll admit it. Don't exactly. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm just asking you to be helpful so we don't have to continue to read off of our tab- table. Oh, she's really playing up there, isn't she? All right. Okay, this is wrong because this guy was taken twice. It was... They took a... Um, they took an edge rusher though, it wasn't that guy. Okay, well I that has I have it as the same anyway because I ended up looking it up. Yeah, and, like not changing it. So, yeah. all right, they took a different guy, but yeah. Gonna go in depth on why, or just a quick why and next pick. Quick why uh, next pick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You go. All right. Jacksonville picks first. Oh, you want me to kick it or you? Doesn't matter. Jacksonville picks first, and in the original draft they take Trevor Lawrence, quarterback. I said it stays the same. I said the same thing. Yeah. I don't see why you would change it. No. He didn't have, like, the year everybody was expecting, but, but he's he also... he also went through a coaching change, and... They, went, they were all sorts of fucked up. Well, what did we say last week? You can't name more than five players on the Jags? You yeah. Know? Then so I thought like, of it. Yeah. Took me a couple of days, but I <laughs> ended up figuring it out. Damn, that was a long one. Yeah. Just got She's got pipes on like the singer. Singing, uh, <laughs> got a little baby Aretha up there. <laughs> okay. Number two, New York Jets. In the original draft, they take Zach Wilson. I changed that. I threw Mac Jones there. That's exactly what I would have did. Okay. Why? You just look at the stats, what yeah. Mac Jones did. His team's in the playoffs. Clearly. And he was a pro bowler, which I don't really like. Pro Bowl vote, like it's it's it's, it's, it's too fan, high. Of it's a, a fan vote too. So. Yeah, but it's too high of a title. Like it's overrated. Almost. No, yeah. You know what I mean? I look for All Pro. All anyway. Pro is the big one, but yeah, I would have gave it Mac Jones, even though I do think he's a system guy, and I don't think New York is that system. Yeah, I think it's just not based off of just how just he what performed. he did. Yeah, yeah, and for sure, knowing what the Jets were looking for in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Okay, San Francisco picks at three. They take Trey Lance. I said it was going to say the same. I said stay Trey Lance because I don't think Zach Wilson is that guy. If they wanted, I, I if they wanted, Z- if, I, I think Zach Wilson's a system guy too. I think to if they honest. wanted Zach Wilson, they would have went to two. And I think they really wanted Trey Lance because, especially when Zach Wilson came off the board, was when they made the trade to move up. Yeah. So I think they really wanted Trey. They obviously didn't need him this year. Yeah, because where did they pick originally? I don't know. They were it below the 10, Broncos. Right? I thought they were below the Broncos. Was it? And they traded up. I can't remember. Oh, well. Anyways, they traded up for Trey Lance. They obviously didn't need him. Right. So, they might after this year. Yeah. You know, they really might want to move forward with him, so we'll see. Yeah. Atlanta picks at four, <clears throat> takes Kyle Pitts, tight end. ESPN has a different 
saying that they take Micah Parsons, if you didn't see. I said that they stay the same. I had it changed to Michael Parsons. Did you? Why? Kyle Pitts, when you look at what they did and how Atlanta struggled defensively, I think Michael Parsons, like we've seen what Devin White could do for the Buccaneers. You know, We've seen what Michael Parsons did for, for the, the Cowboys. Cowboys so. Yeah, no, for sure. That's why I already went there. So Makes sense. Yeah. I just think they're, Atlanta's honestly like always just been an offensively known team, yeah. in my opinion. And I mean, obviously defense does fucking matter, but... With the rookie year that Kyle Pitts had, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you want to change. He was a thousand yard rookie receiver as yeah. a tight end. Yeah, well, last one to do it was was it Sharp? I can't. I don't think I don't so. Know. I can't remember. But still, I mean, those are big numbers for a tight end. And then we move on to five. Since he takes Jamar Chase, clearly worked out. I said stays the same. Yeah, yeah. And then Miami picks at six. They take Jalen Waddle, wide receiver. Clearly worked out. Yeah, they they liked him. I said it stays the same. Mm-hmm. Detroit picks at seven, takes Penny Sewell, tackle. I said it stays yeah. the same. Yeah. You know, he had a good year. So mm-hmm. this is where it gets a little weird. PS2. <laughs> yeah. Carolina picks at eight. They originally took J.C. Horn, yeah. who did what? He got hurt. Exactly. And... I don't know why they made the pick anyways. Me either. If going in, everybody knew. Everybody said PS2 was the best corner by Not far. Not only that, but if you were, in my opinion at least, if you were going to put a corner above PS2 for some reason, mm-hmm. I said it was Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. That's just me. He had more of like a, which who I was high on too, remember? I, I wanted us to take him yeah. over PS2. I'll admit it. But that's just because the you watch the kid play in college. He didn't really have a great, you know, big I think he got career. hurt too. Yeah. So... I was high on him. That's just me. So I actually took Carolina taking PS2 at 8, which leaves Denver I, at 9. So I had two for Carolina. I had Oh, okay. Part of me wanted them to take PS2, but then seeing how they went through Cam Newton, they went through Sam Darnold, they went back to Cam Newton, yeah. back to Sam Darnold, and then they had another guy play quarterback a couple of games. I had him taking Zach Wilson, too, and... Damn, that didn't even run across my thought. Because he's still on the board. He's still there. Yeah, true. I didn't even think about that, really. And then the if they go quarterback, Broncos still get PS2. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, to be honest, I didn't even think about that. I I really think Carolina thought Sam Darnold was going to work out, though. A lot of big media did, too. You know, he got traded from New York, and they were like, oh, yeah, he just needs to be the right right team. And Mm -hmm. it definitely wasn't the right team. So... And then that leads us to Denver at nine, who originally took PS2. And can you guess who I have them taking at nine? Justin Fields. No. No. Caleb Farley? No. No. Michael Parsons. He's still on the board in my draft. Okay. Yeah. I haven't taken Micah. Which, I like it. After this year, I mean, who knows if it would have worked out? You know, the defensive scheme was kind of weird. It fit more for PS2's needs, I feel like, than Parsons did. Mm-hmm. He, I'm sure he would have had a good year. No, yeah. But I think PS2 had a better year, really. I mean, if you're asking me. And then Philly at 10, Devontae Smith, wide receiver. I said the same. I have a feeling you're going to switch it up, and I have a feeling I know where you're going to go if you do switch. I don't go to the line. Okay, yeah, that's not where I thought no. you were going. Yeah. No. Is Justin Fields on your board still? Yeah. Yes, okay. Uh, Rashawn Slater. Tackle for... That the Chargers, Chargers took? Chargers took. Yep. Really good tackle. 
Yeah. And if, you know, we saw when we played him, Justin, or Justin Fields, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Really had to use his feet all season. Yeah, the whole year. So, I think uh, if you, you establish a good, a good tackle there, it's a guy that really could benefit from it. Give him a little more time. I think the only reason that, I mean, I'm sure he would have worked out in Philly, assuming, you know. Mm-hmm. The only reason I feel like he wouldn't have is because the Chargers run game versus Philly's run game is very different. Yeah. And they had Eckler as a back, you know. I could see that too. And I think just the the stints that they have to, you know, the moves yeah. they have to make and play calling specifically. Well, then it just takes, you know, when those edge rushers have to account for the run, it takes right. some off of their pass yeah. rush. But yeah. That's the only reason I think it wouldn't work. But like you said, he had a great year, so... And then Chicago at 11 took Justin Fields. I said it stays the same. I would say Justin Fields still. I think they would do it over again, and I think he's going to be the guy moving forward, and they're going to fully commit. That's just me. And then Dallas at 12 originally took Micah Parsons, but in my draft, he's gone. So Mm -hmm. I had him taking the next best defensive guy, in my opinion, in Caleb Farley. I know they have Trayvon. But having a one-two punch, I mean, we saw what it did for the Broncos in the Super Bowl 50. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl theme episode. Yeah. I had him, because Kyle Pitts is still on the board. I, I had him taking Kyle Pitts. Yeah. That'd be a good pickup for Dak, too. Well, and then you have CD. Yeah. And. Amari. Amari. And then Kyle Pitts. Yeah. It's a big, it's, yeah. It's scary. It's very scary. And then I know you saw what Zeke and Pollard did together as a tandem this year. So Yeah. For sure, it's a scary he, offense. He was off my board, which is why. No, yeah, you know. So I said, they forkus, forkist, mm-hmm. fork you, <laughs> forky. That's why they took Caleb Ford. So moving on, where are we at? Chargers, mm-hmm. thirteen. Rashawn Slater, he's off your board. He's on for mine. I said it stayed the same. Go ahead. I have him going defensive back. Who? Farley. Mm-hmm. Okay. They end up grabbing. I know in the second round, I think they grab Asante Samuel, mm-hmm. Junior. Might as well get you one of the top three right there. Yeah, I and mean, you do something he's in the there. Second round, so. Yeah, he's there. So, And then the Jets have another pick at 14. Elijah Vera Tucker, guard. I said it stays the same. Yeah, you have to establish your, your roster somehow. Yep. And this is where it gets kind of... I might throw you a little curveball here. New England moves up to 15. I still think that they do that, and they don't stay back. They originally took Mac Jones... Can you guess who I have them taking on my board? Quarterback? Yeah. Zach Wilson? Yep. Like Not it. sure if he would fit, you know, but I feel like I think Belichick, that, Belichick probably went up to Kraft and said, hey, look, I need a QB, and we need one of these guys. I think Belichick is his GM. Is the GM there? Is he a coach slash GM? I think so. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I had him taking Zach Wilson, which, you know, whatever. I, uh, what about you? Mac Jones would be – I see he was off my board. Yeah. Yes. Because he was taken at two by the Jets. And then Carolina took Zach. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields. Probably go. This one, I was b- battling this one all day because I know they needed a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It was so so tough for them. Because who's on your board still? Zach Wilson is, right? No. Yeah. No, he, he went is. to Carolina. Oh, he did go to Carolina. That's right. So okay. I would see them grabbing Leatherwood, another offensive tackle, and then just staying with. Because Cam is not in Carolina, they would have to keep Cam. But you get him another lineman. Mm-hmm. And just try it for one more year. Yeah. Just shoot for it. Makes sense. Cool. 
And then we have Arizona, who took Zayvon Collins, linebacker. I said that switches. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's kind of a reach, honestly, because there might have been a guy or two before this that you could reach for. But I feel like he had a decent year. Um, I actually have them taking Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver, because Kyler just... I feel like he had a good year, obviously. No, yeah, but when but I feel like his receivers were very they perform underperformed. Well, I had a too much. I had D Hop on fantasy. Yeah, and when he went down, I still kept an eye on what like Kyler was doing. Nothing, no production at all. Right. Once D Hop so, had that sprained ankle and sat out for more than half the year, and then when teams started picking up, up yeah, on what they were doing, obviously double teaming D Hop, which I don't know why you wouldn't do it from the beginning. He's, he's that good. Yeah, <laughs> best receiver in the league, in my opinion. No, yeah, put it on record. So I haven't taken Rashad Bateman. They need some wide receiver help at at wide receiver two spot. Yeah, I would have. I like that pick though. A wide receiver would have been big. But I like Xavier Collins there for him. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive help. Their defense yeah. wasn't terrible this year. No, not at all. So I was really upset that they. I. I don't know if you could really say whiff, but they kind of whiffed on Isaiah Simmons. Like Isaiah Simmons didn't. You know what I mean? No, I mean tackles yet. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like I feel like coming out, he needed to be more of a Michael Parsons versus a nobody. Yeah, I think it's really. what they, the way they used him though, too. Well, and I think he he did get have a little couple injuries too. Yeah, but I mean, that dude in college, he was that year. He was probably my favorite player that year. Oh yeah, definitely, because he's yeah. a guy that moved around yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I wanted the Broncos to get him. So did we. Bo- of, we both did. Yeah. We talked about it. And then moving on, Vegas, Alex Leatherwood, tackle. I said it stays the same, but he's off your board. He's off my board. I don't remember the edge rusher that Miami drafted. I don't remember his exact name. Yeah, and the website we're using is fucked up, so we yeah, apologize. They have for a that. guy on there twice, but it was that I guy. Tried, he was out of the university of Miami too. I tried to find ESPNs, but you have to have ESPN Plus. Oh, Couldn't so remember stupid. my login and shit, so whatever. Yeah, so. But you haven't taken a rusher, edge rusher. Edge rusher. Okay. Instead, because you pair him up, up with Max. Yeah, because yeah. that dude is crazy. Makes sense. She's out the door. I see her little feet. She's trying to open the handle. <laughs> okay. Jordan, hey. <laughs> Miami, they take that rusher. I said it stays the same. He's off your board now. Be Rashad Bateman. Okay. Yeah. Double wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Probably I mean, would have worked out great, You honestly. already feel like you have Tua. I mean, at least the ownership feels like they love Tua. Yeah. Obviously, the coach didn't love Tua, and that's why he's gone. fucking kid. Yeah, no, I I think it would. <laughs> I think it would have worked out. <laughs> She's moving the gate. Oh my god! I'm just gonna go. Go for that's it. What, that's what we're here no, for. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen, Washington, Jamin Davis, linebacker. I said it stays the same. Have you watched this guy's film too? No, pretty damn good. He's legit, yeah. Yeah? I like him. What about you? Stays the same? Yeah. Okay. Giants, next. Um, Kadarius Tony, wide receiver. I When I originally wrote this down, <laughs> I was trying to do, like, clean the house at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of, like, study. I had it as staying the same, but he didn't do a fucking thing. No, and I think a lot so, of it, too, was their offensive scheme. Yeah, for sure. So I probably would have, like, moved to have them grab a tackle next best tackle or maybe even something on the defensive uncle 
Yeah. So that's just no, yeah. me. I, I would have went, because you have a Daniel Jones, I don't know what their exact O-line <laughs> yeah. looks like and how productive they were. I probably would have went O-line there. Feels me. Like you said, next best tackle. Yeah. Kadarius Tony obviously didn't help you out much. I also don't think they have any other better. Oh, my God. Giant. Any better wide receivers than Kadarius Tony either. I don't no. Think, I, I don't think I can name a wide receiver on the Giants. No, because there's no other first-round receivers taken. So No wide receiver for the Giants. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't think I can name one. Does Evan Ingram still play for him? Yeah, right? Yeah, but he's a tight but end. He's a tight end. And, but I mean, still, and he's their... definitely not. I've been... No. He's not what he used to be. Was project, projected to be. Yeah. Okay. Then we move on to Indy. Quiddy Payne, defensive end. Couldn't tell you shit about the guy, but I'm gonna say the same. That's they have a pretty established offense and offensive line and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know a decent receiving core. So yeah. I would expect them to move to the defensive side of the ball. So that's just. And me. they have linebackers. The only other way I could have seen that going is grabbing a cornerback, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Say the same for you. Yeah. Okay. Either that or, like I said, cornerback. Tennessee took Caleb Farley at 22. He's off my board. Is he still on yours? No, he's off. He's off yours too? Yeah. So then I had them taking Greg Newsom, next best corner, just sticking to that side of the ball. I would say J.C. Horn. Oh, yeah, he still is on your board. That's right. J.C. Horn. Is he on mine? He No, he's taken because he stayed the same. No, they took PS2. So J.C. Horn still is on my board. Okay. So either there. I think I would say they're about the same. Him and Greg Newsom were like yeah. not around the same. Same production same year, stuff. Yeah. Either one would have worked. Okay. Then you have Minnesota. Christian Derrishaw. Tackle. That's a that's your typical like offensive lineman name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like what's your name? Derrishaw. Derrishaw. I said it stays the same. Yeah. What about you? Stay the same. Clearly worked. Yeah. This next one gets kinda interesting. Jacksonville takes Travis at Etienne. Is that how you say it? You skipped one. I did? Pittsburgh. Oh, I did. Najee obviously stays the same. Mm -hmm. They're not going to take anybody else. And then Jacksonville, 25, takes ETN. Despite his injury, I said it still stays the same. No? I would have probably gave him Kadarius Toney because I went offensive tackle there. And then... They need another weapon. You clearly had James Robinson. So why would you... like? I get it, ETN's a good back. Him and Trevor Lawrence, no. I don't think they were expecting the year out of Robinson that he had. You know what I mean? Well, even the year before, he was a 1,000-yard rusher. I think it was just Urban Meyer trying to get guys in there that he's he knows. Comfortable with. And then trying to get rid of the guys that are currently there. Makes sense. Yeah, I would have went Kadarius Tony there. Cleveland picks at 26. I actually like that pick, by the way. Your pick. Yeah, the Kadarius yeah. Tony. Yeah. He, he needs more guys. No, yeah, that's all it was. I yeah, think. Chenault, who really LaVisca, you could debate, isn't a true number one. Marvin he's supposed to be. Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones Jr. was the other guy I was trying to name last week. He yeah. has the him there, but he battles injuries. Yeah, he's and he, often hurt. You can debate him and Chenault being the one, one A, one B, and yeah. neither of them have no, one yeah. numbers and then at all. Yeah, their O line's terrible. So he could, they could have even went O line there. The reason yeah. they went running back, it just, I think it just showed how Urban Meyer just wasn't ready for the NFL. Okay, Cleveland. Picks at 26. Greg Newsom, corner. He's off my board. So I have them taking the next best corner, Eric Stokes. Have him staying. Staying? Because okay. I had Jace Horn go before him. So. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, Rashad Bateman. 
he's off my board and yours. Mm-hmm. So then I have them taking uh, Jason. Is it away or O? He's an edge rusher, and they actually yeah. took him. They took him later at the later thirty-one. Rounds. Yeah, yeah. But I'll I'll get to that. But I just I have them taking him while he's there and while they can get him because they're number one guys off the board, and clearly he was a number two. Yeah. So I have them taking their next yeah. best one. Um, what do you say? Based off of production, because I know we're looking at like what the guys did previous, you know, before. I have them going with Elijah Moore, still wide receiver. Okay. Drafted, I want to say second round to the, the Jets. That's funny. And I'll, I'll get to him. <laughs> I picked him up on fantasy, and him and Zach Wilson used him perfect. He did. He, Elijah Moore had a good rookie year. Mm-hmm. Did he get hurt at the end of the year? He did. He did, right? Yeah. I don't think it was a serious injury, but... No, but they kind of just... They, I think they... Mutually agreed to, like, sideline yeah, just t- sort of deal. Did the Nuggets win? Uh, I hope so. It's over. We'll just check it in a bit. Okay. Elijah Moore, I like that pick. Because they still need an offensive weapon. They lost by six. 108. 108 to 102. Jason Tatum finished with 24.6 rebounds. God, Jokic is so fucking good. Double-double? Triple-double. Triple-double. He finishes with 23 points. 16 rebounds and 11 assists. Fuck me. And you guys can't close that fucking game out. It's all right. They were out. Uh, it does kind of upset me because they had that two day break. That they we were outscored about. by nine in the fourth and. That was it. Six in the third. Mm. To the third quarter. Second half. Third third quarter. Third quarter Achilles got him. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Damn. Two and one. We said three no, but whatever. Good Eastern Conference team, so. And you're on the road. You're in yeah, Boston. It's a hard place sure. to win in. It's very. Okay, so then New Orleans takes uh, Peyton Turner, defensive end. I said it stays the same. I don't know if they're going to be able to pay Cam Jordan the way he's going to want to be paid. No, have you heard their cap stuff? Yeah. A lot of people are saying that that's why Sean Payton left, because they're so fucked by the cap. Oh, I'm sure. So you, they, they go get the cheaper guy, in my opinion. No, yeah. And they had him at a first-round grade, so must turn out good. Buffalo? Oh, does it stay the same for you? I would have him because they need an edge. Oh, wait, it would probably go there for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Fuck, well, I don't know why it wouldn't. It would work out. Yeah. Cheaper guy, he performed. I know that guy runs like a 4-3, four, 4-4. Four, four. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at the size of that dude. 6'5", 253, and you're running a 4-4 four, four in the 40? Jesus. That shouldn't be fucking possible. No, it's not. <laughs> it shouldn't be. All right. I'm going to throw you a curveball at this pick. 29. Green Bay takes Eric Stokes the corner. He's off my board. I haven't taken Javante. I, I, know, like I know they have Aaron Jones. Yeah. But this is almost kind of like assuming that Rodgers is going to stay. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I feel like they they would rather keep Devontae over Aaron and go get a guy. And I would have went ETN. Okay. So running back. Running back, but... Because yeah. Aaron Jones' contract is... It's going to be up, up within right? the next couple years. I don't he didn't he just re-sign yeah. like, this year, right? I can't remember. I, I want to say he signed an extension last year, but I don't, I'm not too confident. Okay. But just yeah. assuming we know everything oh, about he, Green You Bay. know what? I think he did actually re-sign. Did he? Fuck. But the reason I would still go running back, and the reason I go with ETN is because they're kind of a different style running back. Yeah. So. Let's see. So he has a four-year deal through 2024 so it's, it's two years left yeah 
So yeah, so, and I feel like they would rather throw that money towards Devonte and Aaron, assuming. And there's nothing wrong with having a, a two-headed horse. Yeah. No, not at all. So I said they actually take Javante based off of production from what we've seen this year. And I went running back as well. Yeah, yeah and I ETN. I'm glad we both agreed on that. Pass catching out the backfield, I think that could really help. Yeah. And I don't think he gets hurt if he's there. Makes sense. Okay. Buffalo takes Greg Rousseau. Is that how you say it? Defensive end? Rousseau? 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 Something like that? Rousseau. Yeah. He's an edge rusher. I said it stays the same. Yeah. Okay. Clearly worked. Oh. I thought he was off your board. No, I. it's the other Miami guy. Okay. That I don't know his name to. Okay. I want to find it. This is going to bother me. <laughs> be honest. And then Baltimore originally took Jason away, but he's off both of our boards. I actually had them just trading out. Not really sure to her. To oh, Jesus. <laughs> to who? <laughs> or nothing like that. But I had them trading out of the first. Getting some value somewhere. I had them just going Peyton Turner. Okay. Getting a D end. Mm-hmm. It's kind of similar similar position. No, but I thought he stayed in New Orleans for you. No, I had him taking um, away. Duh, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. 32, Tampa Bay. Joe Tryon? Tyron? Tryon. Tryon. Linebacker. I had it switched. I had it switched. Now, does it make sense? Yes, because we assume everything that panned out did mm-hmm. with Antonio Brown and whatever. I actually had him taking Elijah Moore. I like it. it. Makes sense. And did Antonio Brown sign before the draft? Or was it last year that he signed? He signed... It wasn't last year. This was his first year. He signed... This wasn't his first year with the team. Because no. he won the Super Bowl with them. He did? Yeah. He was Are on that sure? roster. Yeah. Okay. And then... Fuck Tampa. He signed another year. Okay. I think he signed a one-year deal. I think it was before the draft. They also had a little bit of you know, an injury bug with Godwin and stuff, too. Yeah. So. No, it would have been a good pick. Um, I kept it the same just because I want to say Devin, not Devin White. Shaq? Other linebacker, middle. Um, Plays next to Devin White. Old guy. I forget his name. He's their other one. He, I believe his contract's coming up, so I, I stood at linebacker. Makes sense. So that's our little quick, not really quick, <laughs> redraft. Yeah, we, we had a lot more switch picks than I would have expected. I was ready to switch him. You did. I figured a lot of it would stay the same for you. But it didn't. I I did more. I looked at it as more of a, like, I was able to peek into the future mm-hmm. as, like, a GM. So, like, I saw guys get hurt. Mm-hmm. I saw what I lacked and what I needed. I got to see what guys performed at and then just. And who didn't didn't work out. Type yeah. Thing. Makes sense. And I'm really bothered by this pick, so I'm trying to find it. Well, you find that. I'm going to swing us into our upcoming for the teams. We're going to make this kind of quick because we know it's. Kind of a long episode, but it's just a preview anyway. So we'll start with the Avs. 32-8-4. 70 points. First in the NHL. Today is Friday the 11th. So Sunday the 13th, you go to Dallas. You found it? Jalen Phillips. Oh. That's his name. Ed Rusher. does ring a bell now. Couldn't tell you what the fuck he did this year, but... Pretty decent year. Makes sense. Okay. So the Avs go to Dallas on Sunday. 24-18-2. Ninth in the West. And then it's one of those weird, like, back-to-back same opponents. Mm-hmm. They come here, Dallas. And then you go on a direct back-to-back from here to Vegas hmm. on the 16th because you play Dallas here the 15th, and then you go to Vegas the 16th. <sighs> Busy week for the Avs. Yeah. I don't like this back-to-back. It scares me. 
seventeen and three, fourth in the West for Vegas. Yeah. I'm gonna say one and two. I'm thinking two and one. Two and one. I'm gonna, one and two. I think you lose to Vegas based on the back to back. Yeah. And you obviously split with Dallas. Dallas always plays you good. So that's just me. I don't want to sound underconfident, but I mean we almost have a little bit of room to breathe if we do take a two loss, you yeah. know, in one week type of deal. That's just me. I see one and two. Just trying to be realistic, really. No, yeah. I if, see. If we, if we fuck, we can go three and zero. Oh, really. I see two and one. Okay. Lost to Vegas. Lost to Vegas. You. You got a break before Dallas, and you you got a break before Dallas again. So. Okay. I believe you're a better team. Might as well go. Go get them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say one and two. And then Vegas, some, it's something just doesn't feel right. The Avs in playing in Vegas, it's just. It's not a good combo. Yeah. No. It's like me and greasy food. You know? Yeah, and me and this bang, I gotta take this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Good pee? No blood? No, never. Good. You should get that checked out if you do. Just saying. I think I'm good. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jordan got sick with the ribs. Of course. Pregnancies, man. It's tough. It's tough. All pro dads. As we're doing, like, dads literally do none of the work during a pregnancy. No. We just... Just like a... Don't pull I mean, I guess go. you're a support blanket. Oh, yeah, for sure, but... The fact that's work? about it. No, nothing. No. I feel kind of bad. Hmm. I'll hold your leg while you push. I did, and I watched for both. Yeah. Yeah, if any of you guys listening get an opportunity to become a dad... Watch. Yeah. It's not gross, I promise you. You'll regret it if you don't. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. (laughs) Nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) So I had Boston in the upcoming, just because we were kind of giving live updates. They lost. But they're on a back-to-back. They go to tomorrow. Tomorrow? Toronto. Tomorrow. I don't think it's a far trip. No. 31-23, seventh in the east. And then they come home to play Orlando, 13 and 43, second worst team in the league. And then you go to Golden State, 41-15, second in the West. I have them beating Orlando for sure. And then stealing. Not. I think they steal Toronto tomorrow, honestly. Back-to-backs are tough, but I think they steal it. And I think they lose to Golden State. So I'm going to say 2-1. and one. I'm going to go 3-0. 3-0? Really? Yeah. Why do, why do they beat Golden State? Golden State don't have anybody for Jokic. Okay. I think Jokic has enough rest after Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying Orlando's going to be a blowout where Jokic can sit out like half the fourth. Get some rest. Makes sense. Get a lot of rest. And I really don't see them having anybody to put on Jokic. I mean, you could double team him. But I like the matchup of I, – I know it's weird to say, but – even if Monte can't go, I like the matchup of Bones Highland on a Steph Curry just because of his length. I mean, he has a 6'8 wingspan, mm-hmm. so any shot Steph decides to pull up, it's going to be contested. And Steph's kind of in a slump still. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I get it. Makes sense. Cool. All right. 2 and 1 and 3 0. 2 and 1, 3 0. Okay. Cool. Well, we said this is a Super Bowl themed episode. Why are we talking so quiet? I feel like we've been talking quiet this whole show. I know. It's like we're whispering. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I think that we're scared of the echo. 
and don't want it to happen I again. I think that might be it. That's 100% what it is. We're even, like, both, like, further from the mics is yeah. what we normally are. <laughs> well, like, I, I actually brought mine closer because I'm sitting lower. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to... Oh, yeah, because you switched your chair? Yeah, I can't get the fucking back to go up. Oh, fuck. Up. That sucks. <laughs> so we usually do our prop back. Uh, back. I, it's another episode I can't fucking talk. <laughs> we usually do our prop bet of the week here. So we're going to kind of mix in a Super Bowl preview. Um, some over-unders and, you know, prop bet of the week here. So. Let's pull it up on bum, Fandle. Bum, bum, bum. We are using Fandle. You just want to talk about? Not a sponsor. Teams? Yeah. Matchup? What do you think? All right. We could do like a prediction. Uh, we'll say that at the end. But so, Well, yeah. So let's start off with prop bet of the week. I say preview and then prop bet. Preview and then prop bet? Yeah, because... So, over-unders. How we feel they match up, yada, yada, what we think, and then prop bet, and then over-unders. Okay. Close out. Yeah? Kick it off. All right. So, you got Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Clearly the biggest underdog in... Last probably I would say since... 10 years? I don't know. I would say since Philly won. Yeah, true. Because Philly was out of left field. Yeah. So. Yeah. Since he's definitely, definitely that team. I'm, I think... When we were preparing for this, the Bengals game and preparing for that podcast during our test episodes, mm-hmm. when I was listening to Bengals, uh, the Bengals podcast, they were saying, basically, if the, if they lost that game, expect Zach Taylor to be on the hot seat. So, wow. Yeah, that's so. Seeing how far they've came and the fact that they're playing in the Super Bowl and the win they're coming off of, so. Okay. High-powered offense. And then you got the LA Rams who, when people say you can't buy Super Bowls. They did. Did you have to do <laughs> go through the draft? If they win, they, they did. Yeah. Sean McVay literally doesn't give a fuck about draft picks. No, he, he doesn't. They gave all of them away. Yeah. So. Okay. What's your matchup? So, Two, a killer defense for LA. And a pretty damn good offense. Yeah, pretty damn good offense. You know? I mean, Matthew Stafford. They're, they're off. Some are saying he's. Some are saying Stafford's Hall of Fame. If he wins this, we're gonna find out Sunday, for sure. And then you got offensive player of the year. Clearly, Ooh. nothing was wrong with OBJ. Or yeah, or yeah. So clearly, <laughs> Baker just probably sucks, or just, <laughs> Baker sucks. I don't like Baker. Yeah. I'm gonna put that on record. Okay. <laughs> and then Cooper Cup, offensive player of the year, as yeah. of last night. Like Welcome it. back, white man. On the league, <laughs> you did not. I did just say that. Oh I my did. god! What the fuck? Never say a white man can't play wide receiver again. <laughs> what did I say last week from the longest yard? It's how a white man runs a football. Yeah, it's how a white man catches the ball <laughs> and runs the ball and scores touchdowns. Man oh had a god. and has no swag whatsoever. No, he's a like he's like the Jokic of the fucking NFL. He's more like. I don't want to say trailer park, but like he's more <laughs> like outskirt, like small town boy. You know, you know what I'm saying? Have you seen his beard? Grew up on the farm. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't even disgusting. say. I wouldn't There's even say that. Be something like, living in his beard. I would say like he, because you could tell he tries to have a little bit of swag by the way he played, but he definitely like he was like like I really don't want to get racist, but like he was like the white boy and like the black. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say, but I don't want to be racist. Yeah, but he was like around all the guys, listen to rap music, people yeah. would play country, and he was the white boy. I was like, fuck that shit, turn that off. 
you know? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Trying to drink Henny and shit, wearing Tim's. I could see, oh I could God. see Cooper Cup being right. that guy. We're, we're getting too racist here. Let's just, let's just cut that one off. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a good game. I hope. It's either, I, I feel like it's either gonna be a blowout or it's gonna be a good game. Yeah. That's just me. Did you see before we get into our full predictions? You know how Simpsons has that conspiracy. Yes, dude. Did you see that? But it's scary. Is it scary? Yeah. Well, well, we'll see. If you want to get in on it, Haley and I are talking about putting some money down for that predicted <laughs> score. So. Yeah. Thought about it. Yeah. Trust me. I might have to throw a twenty spot on the Super Bowl. Bet it's the fucking Super Bowl. Why not? Right. Yeah, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything, but. I already talked to you. I might do like... 100 bucks. 100, 100, 150 maybe. Thanks. I'm depressed now. Sorry. It's okay. I mean, when I put in 31 hours of OT, yeah. plus doing snow. Might, might as well, well fuck it. it. I feel good about something. I haven't bet in like, fuck. Yeah. I was even looking at bets today. I almost threw an NBA parlay together, and I was like, no, I can't. Yeah, because you wouldn't have called me. Like, you, you know, you haven't before. I don't want to make you, you feel just, bad. NBA's our thing, bro. Yeah, but we then, hot but then you, you just said you can't bet. I mean, I I shouldn't bet. We'll just say yeah. it that way. <laughs> All right? Fuck. We we started NBA after the Super Bowl, by the way. Let's roll. So That's right. what I've been trying to tell you from the beginning. Okay, so let's fuck after the Super Bowl. We'll bet NBA. We'll get hot again. All right? I got credit cards to pay off and shit. Now that the trade deadline's over. Oh, that's what I didn't ask you about the hockey. Trade deadline's coming up. 21st of March. Yeah, but... There's talks, moves. Yeah. You see Avs doing anything? Let's get into it next week. Cause you want to go deep I next week? I have a whole thing for that, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah, we'll get into it next week. Okay. Are we doing prop bet now? What are we doing? Fuck. It's a recap for the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl update. Yeah. yeah, let's do some prop bets. What we got? Okay. What do you got? Do you want me to bounce off LA for you and you bounce off Cincy for me? No, we'll just do them both. Give your first... Uh, Give your prop bet for the weekend. The one you think is Cooper Cup touchdown. Cooper Cup touchdown. I, yeah. I like it. I was looking for like something different. Not something different, but if you can find it. Oh, and no, actually, you know what? Fuck that. Scratch the Cooper Cup touchdown. Take fucking tails. All right. That's my fucking prop bet. Tails never fails. And if it does, I'm going to be pissed because it's on the podcast and it's on record. But fuck that. Tails never fails. Josh Allen should have called tails. They didn't. Since he should have called tails, they didn't, and it barely fucking worked out for him. Tails never fails. Okay, so there's not a reception statistic, but for me, if you can find it, anybody that's willing to bet for this game, and you can find a reception statistic or like over under. If it is Joe Mixon and it is anything less than six, take it. Take the under? Take the over. Joe Mixon, over six. Damn. Okay. It's ballsy. Um, give you a little background. This pass rush is insane mm-hmm. for LA. Mm-hmm. You gave them nine sacks to Tennessee, and their D-line's not even... Their close front seven's not even close to yeah. LA. <laughs> yeah. So... Joe Burrow has to get the ball out of his hands quick. Dump Which it off does. to Joe Mixon. Okay. I, that That's pretty fucking good. With that, my for sure one that I know you can find on FanDuel, minus 110, take the over for his receiving yards, 24 and a half. Okay. That's like one it. catch. 
yeah. he can get it in one catch. Yeah, so. I like it. Cool. It's only minus one ten, but I think it's a. I don't want to say lock because nothing's a lock, but right. it's pretty damn close. <laughs> okay. Overs and unders. We're just gonna do a few. Nothing okay. crazy. You got passing yards. Joe Burrow, two seventy eight and a half. Over. No fucking way. Really? Yeah. I say under. Why do you say over? Because they're going to be down. They're going to have to. Throw I the feel ball. like they're going to be behind, but also you got Aaron Donald in the middle. Uh-huh. Von Miller's been playing the run good. So has Leonard Floyd. I just I don't see him having too much of a run game. I feel like he's going to have to. They're going to have to throw the ball, okay. and I feel like since he's such a young offense that we can see something that we'll see. We might possibly see what happened to the Chiefs last Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. where they completely abandoned the run because they could knew be. they had to just start scoring so, points. Could be. Okay. Matthew Stafford, 283.5. Matthew Stafford, 283. Oh, for Joe, I said under, by the way. Okay. Like, I'm thinking like 250, 260, something barely under. 283 for Matthew Stafford. Since he's. Secondary's been playing better. Yeah. They've been playing for sure. really good. Yeah. So, I, what is it, 257 and a half? For Matt? Yeah. 283 and 283 and a half. And a half. I'm going to go under for Matt. Me too, and I'm going to say it's one of those stupid fucking, like, if you bet the over, it's a bad beat, and it's like 281 or something stupid. It's, it's barely, yeah. Yeah. Where you have a chunk play from probably yeah. a Cooper Cup or uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. 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 A Higby. Yeah, that's what I say. Okay, rushing yards, Joe Mixon, sixty point five. I'm gonna say over, and that's another like barely over. It, it, the over is actually the favorite versus the under. It's minus one fifteen, and under is minus one hundred five. Based off what I said, under, under, I figure. Yeah, Cam Akers, sixty three and a half. I'm gonna say under, over. Okay. We're going to have to go back and listen to this and see who was right and wrong. Over. Uh, Joe Burrow, 11 and a half. Over. I'm going to say over, too. Matthew Stafford, 5 and a half. I'm going to say over. He's going to get it on one play. It's going to be like a fucking, like a third and seven. Yeah, it's definitely. He's going he's gonna to get the first. He's going to be a guy where he's going to do whatever it takes to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Wild card. Jamar Chase. Rushing. Three and a half yards. Over. One fucking jet sweep to the house. Under. Really? Under's the underdog. Plus 104. I don't see a jet sweep happening for Jamar Chase. Okay. I'm just throwing ideas out there. Oh, yeah. All right, Mr. Fucking analytical fucking... I'm just... Hey, I'm, I'm just looking at it to win money. Like you yeah, said, we yeah, have yeah. credit card. Yeah, we do. For sure. To pay off, so... Receiving yards. T. Higgins. 71 and a half. This might surprise you. Same over. I was going to say under. That's a big surprise. Why? You know he's like Jamar Chase is going to be a, okay. The oh, first. Yeah. Well, so even, fuck. Jamar Chase about has Jalen. He's yeah. going to shadow, but that's not even it. It's T Higgins is that dude. Is he's he's Joe Burrow's favorite target in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. If it's a third down, and who else do they have size wise on LA side that can really size up with him physically? And then if it's like I said, if it's third down, okay, T Higgins he goes to T Higgins on third down. That's how he beat the Broncos. Over seventy one and a half. <clears throat> Jamar seventy eight and a half. 
I think we're both going to say under. Under. Yeah. Okay. Because of Jalen. Cooper Cup. What do you think his over-under is? Oh, I'm looking. No, don't. No, don't. 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 I'm, I'm already on there. What is it? I'm already there. You fucking dick. Yeah, I have, I've been throw a little suspense in this fucking show, okay? And there has been. We haven't been, like, on the same page. Andrew. Or I wouldn't say on the same page. Like, we're on the same page for the show, but not for, like... This segment? Yeah, our yeah. opinions have been different. Yeah. 105 and a half, That's dude. a lot of fucking yards. That's a lot of fucking yards. But... I think if, if Cincy's secondary plays the way they do, it's under, but if not, it's way fucking over. Yeah. But I'm going to go with my gut because I want... So, damn, there's my prediction. I want Cincy to win. Well, it's not really my prediction. I mean, could or couldn't be. Yeah, because you, you could... Wait, like, two more minutes. You could do I'm going to say under. You could predict and then still want the other... You know what I mean? It's yeah. weird, but yeah, I know what it's you mean. It's a lot of yards. I'm going to say under. Under. Okay. It's a lot. Odell, 63 and a half. I'm going to say under. I was going to give him an... I'll say over. And then the other guy. Okay. Van Jefferson. Mm. 33 and a half. I don't know much about him. Mm. But I feel like the Rams can like have that one play drawn for him. Like where he can get three quarters of that in one play. I'm going to say over. He can get all of it in one play. Yeah. He's did it before. So. Okay. Over. You? Over. Okay. And then I already said, Joe Mixon, take the over. 24 and a half. Take the over. Let's just run through quick little touchdown <clears throat> score. Just on the list they got. I'll just say yes or no. Before that. Oh. Total. Uh-huh. 48 and a half. Over. Over 48 and a half. You expecting high scoring. Yeah. Are you expecting a high scoring or you that's what you want to see? No, I'm expecting high scoring. For some reason, like my gut tells me that like the Rams defense is not gonna like collapse, but it's gonna be a tough it's gonna be a tough day. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. Something's just telling me. Well, that. It's just yeah. What since he's done to teams through this playoffs. But they also only put up fifteen against us, or seventeen what was it, seventeen? Fifteen? Mm-hmm. Something like that? Fifteen. Nineteen? Something like that. Something in the teens. Something not yeah. So I'm gonna say over though. You saying under, under, yeah, kind of boring or like like last under, year or like barely under. Mm. Oh, blowout! I'm not saying blowout, but so it's like a barely under, barely under, yeah, like a 45, 46, something like that, yeah. Okay, it'll be like like 24, 23, something like that. Oh, last barely, field goal, barely, yeah, barely, barely. Okay, all right. Touchdown score, yes or no? Cooper Cup, I say yes. I want to say yes, but also. I want to say yes because I'm, I want to give the confidence to the coaching staff for Cincy. That, that's I, the only guy that doesn't beat you. But I can also see them game planning so well for him that it shuts it down. No, yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's where I'm going to. So I'm yeah. going to say no. No. I'm going to okay. say no. I'm going to say <clears throat> yes. I'm going to say no. Joe Mixon. Yes. Uh, me too. And it's going to be like a one or two yard run. I'm thinking a pass out the backfield, something like that. Okay. Pass rush is going to get there. Maybe even a screen where he breaks it and, you know, they run a screen on, like, the 20. Yeah. And he gets out there just because that pass rush is so good. Jamar Chase? No. I'm going to say no. What, he only has, what, one this postseason? Yeah. I I believe Jalen Ramsey is going to be shadowing him. Yeah. And as much as I believe Jalen Ramsey didn't deserve that all-pro spot over 
Sertan. Mm-hmm. He is still one of the best corners in the league. Yeah. So. Cam Akers? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. He'll, he'll be a rush, definitely. Yeah. Odell. I want to say yes. Me too. T. Higgins. I'm going to say yes. If if Jamar don't get one, he gets one. That's me. I'm going to say no. And there's one more after this. I'm going to say no. Tyler Boyd. Wait, T. Higgins is a no. Why? Sorry. Why? I've just in the... Based off what you got, unless Mixon scores two or three, since he's only scoring seven points. In the red zone... I, I see them taking away one and two, and the next guy, Tyler Boyd, he gets one, and then okay. That's, I figured you have a little further away down the line. You know I love my tight ends. Mm-hmm. So uh, CJ, CJ Uzama. You love your tight ends. Neat. <laughs> neat. <laughs> okay. Tyler Boyd, I'm going to say, wait, one, two, yes, yes. Sorry. So I'm saying yes for Tyler Boyd, and then CJ Uzama, that's 21. And then for the Rams, Van Jefferson would be the third guy to get a touchdown. Okay. I think it'll be one of those ones where they just busted coverage and he just gets behind everybody. Makes sense. All right. Heads or tails? I'm going to say heads. Fuck. Tails. Do we have the the fucking national anthem yet? No, I've looked. No? Fuck. At at least not on Fandle. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a... Let me check bed MGM real quick. Whoa, what a boost there. Mm. Uh, it's beast mode bets on bed MGM. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford to throw for 250 plus yards and two plus touchdowns, but the Rams have to win by eight plus points. Mm. Weird. It's a weird bet. Joe Burrow to throw for 230 plus yards and two touchdowns, and Bengals to win by four plus points. Mm. Plus 425. Okay. Did you find a I'm not seeing anything for national. Oh, fuck. Which is weird because I bet you like, I bet you all of these people like if you were in Vegas at their like sports they book, guarantee you could bet on it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who do you got? And score. Who do I got? Cincy high powered offense. You don't gotta make They're it young. Dude. Come on. <laughs> Joe Burrow's been doing his thing, but defenses win championships. Oh. So. Cliche. Yeah. It works. I mean, best defense will win. Okay. I mean, we... Score. S- I want to see a close game because I don't want to see a blowout. Right. So I'm saying 24-23 where it's like last second field goal or something. Okay. Or... LA scores a touchdown late to take the lead. Uh-huh. Like, they exchange touchdowns towards the end. With like a like a 30 seconds left or something stupid? Maybe something like that. But Cincinnati gets like a chance with like you know, 50 a minute to 30 seconds left in the game and they just can't do it. So makes sense. But yeah. I just don't, I did win some money last year off the Super Bowl because of Tampa Bay's blowout, but like yeah. I'm, that Super Bowl is so boring to watch. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say Cincy 31. No, sorry. 28, 24. Okay. Oh, I was going to say, come on. Okay. Simpsons. 28, 24. <laughs> Cincy. And that's also who I want to win. Who do you want to win? LA. You do want LA? You love Vaughn. Huh. I just like... I like McVeigh. Yeah, me too. And Aaron Donald. And I don't mind OBJ. Uh, Yeah, I just... 
Oh, makes sense. Cincy, Cincy, Cincy. Okay. We are not professional gamblers. You gamble at your own risk. You will lose. Any bet that we mention on this show is never a guaranteed bet to win you money or make you any sort of profit. So once again, you gamble at your own risk, and you will lose. But we love gambling. So. Hey, no, 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 show you the money. That's not so good. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yes. Louder. Show me the money. That's it, brother, but you got to yell that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you better yell. Show me the money. <laughs> Never get tired of that. All right, brother. Good show. Yeah, it's a good show. We're gonna go to work. Go move some snow. Not ready. But follow us on Instagram, All Pro Dads. Follow the Twitch, twitch.tv slash All Pro Dads. We are on Spotify. Still not Apple Music because Apple Music is fucking up. Spotify, All Pro Dads. Make sure you hit that bell. Turn those notifications on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dame underscore APD. Follow my co-host. Tony on Instagram and Twitter at TV3 underscore APD. If you made it this far, we appreciate you. In honor of the Super Bowl, we're going to take it back to them Broncos. It is for Peyton. And the Denver Broncos have taken Super Bowl 50.